Welcome to the Coffee and Chat Bosses Podcast. My name is Richard Spencer. Thank you again for joining me on this episode. And I think this episode is 28. So uh, the number 28, that kind of reminds me of, of the back in the day when I was 28 years old, right? I'm trying to think about how I was as a person. I gained a little wisdom at that moment. I think that was me when me and my wife was seriously thinking about getting married. I can't remember what year it was when I was 28. So it was 1990. No, 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 no. 2008. So it was a little bit before I got married. You know, I'm thinking I know everything, but little did I know that marriage was going to change me. Having a uh, daughter was going to change my life forever. And having two daughters has been a total game changer. So I'm just thinking about about who I was at the age of 28. And I could honestly say that I feel like I'm a different person. Like some of the stuff still carried over, like laughing. I love to laugh. I love to joke around. So that's still there. But my dreams, my passions, my focus, so many things have changed in 10 years. So I've been thinking about that a lot. And I'm going to talk more about that later. But before we begin, before I get into the deep part of the podcast, I just wanted to let all of you listeners know that I'm playing around with the format for this podcast. I think it's on episode 28. So I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to think outside the box and come up with some fresh concepts of not only what we talk about, but the format, the segments maybe have some guests on this. The the world is open, right? There's so many opportunities to try and experiment on this podcast. So look out for that. Give me your opinion on the things that I come up with. Um, I, I'm not sure when I'm going to implement those, but we'll see how that goes. And feel free to reach out to me. If you have any ideas, whether you think it's cool or not, just, just shoot them at me. Let me know what you think, because I want to provide value for you. And I want you to really enjoy this podcast and get a lot out of it. But back to this journey from age 28 to age 38. There's no question that I've, that I've been on a huge journey that I just didn't see coming. And it had me thinking about life overall, right? Like right now, my focus is. First of all, what does success look like? And then finally, how do you achieve success? So it had me thinking about life, like my head was spinning. I'm just like going down this rabbit trail. And I, I came up with a few thoughts about success and about life that I want to share with you. So as you think about the journey of life, right, we do our best to Enjoy it. Like, there's no question about it that one of the main things that we love to do as humans is to enjoy life. Like, things like hanging around with friends. Of course, when you're hanging around with friends, you want to enjoy life. You want to laugh. You want to joke. You want to do all kind of cool stuff with your friends so that you can enjoy it. And the same thing that comes with, with family. With family, you want to enjoy life. Like, think about Thanksgiving or think about Christmas or Think about anything that you do with your family. More often than not, the purpose of doing those things is, is to get closer to each other and to also enjoy life. And if you go all the way down the list when it comes to sports, when it comes down to listening to music or 
going on a hike or watching movies, all the things that we do, there's so many things that we do in life when we try our best to enjoy it. Now, on the other hand, we also try to acquire characteristics of ourselves to make us more productive and make more money. Now, there's so many ways that you can go about this, right? Like you can focus on what? You can focus on intelligence, becoming smarter, becoming more knowledgeable, learning more things, reading more books, all kind of things that we do to get smarter, of course, to have uh, a better opportunity to move up in the world that we live in. And then also, we try to acquire skills. Now, skills are very important, right? Like I am a computer programmer. I focus on learning algorithms. I'm learning how to develop iOS apps, Android apps, websites. There's so many skills that we try to learn, no matter what industry that you're in. If you're a teacher, right, you're trying to learn skills on how to better improve your students' learning. If you're a doctor, of course, you're always trying to learn new skills, new ways to provide life to your patients. And even if you're a singer or a or an actor or an actress. There's so many skills that you have to learn, that you have to develop in order to become the best at what you do. And then finally, we also try to acquire wisdom at the same time because intelligence is important, right? And skills can help us move in the world, but wisdom teaches us how to navigate through the world. And wisdom is so important in life, like to navigate through life You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to have some ups and downs. But wisdom is a great way to learn how to not make those mistakes again. And also how to succeed in life when skills is less important and intelligence is less important. Making wise decisions are so important in life to us. And we're always trying to gain wisdom. And I mean, naturally, also, we try to not to get caught up in some mess. Right. Like there are so many situations that we try to avoid. And if we have the wisdom, we can avoid those situations that will negatively impact ourselves and maybe negatively impact the people around us. So in that way, we are all alike, more than likely. Right. Like you and me, like the people that, you know, we're all trying to enjoy life and we're always trying to get things done. Now, me personally, I definitely focus heavily on knowledge, skills, and productivity. There's so many books that I've read about high performance habits and how to be productive, how to have the skills and software development and knowledge in general about the world. I'm always reading the books. There's no question about it. That's one of my favorite pastimes in life. But to be honest, like despite reading all of those books, I'm still not quite where I want to be in life. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast right now. Not only do I want to help provide information from you that I learned, but also I want to get better at myself. You know, I want all of us to get better at life and to be more productive and to enjoy even more. So that's why I always talk about coffee and chat boxes is about enjoying life and getting things done. And no matter what part of your life that you're talking about, whether it's your career, whether you own a business, whether it's your spirituality or relationships with others or all of the above, 
we're always trying to get to the ideal state of who we want to be, but also who we know that we could be at the end of the day. So the question now is like, what does it take? What does it take for us to go to that next level, that next level in our relationships, that next level in our career, that next level with our relationship with a God or any kind of spirituality that you have. So is it intelligence? I believe that we can always use more intelligence, right? Like I don't think we could ever get too smart, but the one thing I learned about life is that the most smart, smartest people in the world doesn't necessarily equate to the most successful people in the world. What about skills? Like we want to develop more skills so we can be more effective in our chosen field, in our career, in our business, or whatever. Skills are important. Continue to get skills, but I also know a lot of skilled people that aren't really successful, at least in my eyes, when it comes to being successful. So basically, I don't think that having more intelligence or having more skill is the absolute key for us to be better, to go to that next level. And this past week, I've been thinking about it more, and I think I know the missing piece, at least for me. I know definitely for me, and perhaps for more of you out that's listening to me as well. And that missing piece is persistence. I believe persistence is a superpower that we all need to possess in order to go to the next level in our lives. And I believe that is the case for one reason, and that's because life is a marathon and persistence is what it takes to reach the finish line that we all are striving for. So if you think about life, life is filled with so many ups and downs, so many failures, so many successes. Like, no question about it, it's a roller coaster. Like I remember one time me and my wife, uh, we went to Six Flags and she didn't she just didn't have the opportunity to go to Six Flags as I did as a kid. So the first ride that we wanted to get on was, I think, Superman or Batman. I can't remember. Um, but you can see it in her eyes that she was definitely nervous about the ride. And I, I'm thinking about life, right? Like, if you look back at your life, all of the ups and downs and all of the craziness that happened, like, you would be scared of life as well because there's no question about it. It's a roller coaster. So I've been thinking about it and I'm realizing that that being smart is cool, right? And having unique skills is awesome and it's cool to have. But persistence combined with hard work are the only requirements that we need to overcome obstacles and be the best person that we can be possible. It's the only way to ride that roller coaster and make sure that you reach it to the end. And it's the only way that you can actually enjoy the ride. Because you know that you're not going to get off. Like you're in this for the long haul. And the reason why that is the case is because persistence can lead to all can lead to all the other things that we need in life to succeed. Wisdom. At age three or four or five, you don't have the wisdom. But as you continue to live life, as you continue to be persistent and becoming a better version of yourself, you will gain wisdom. Persistence can lead to to skill. Being persistent in reading, being persistent in practicing the things that you learn, being persistent in sharing the things that you learn 
can lead to increased skill. Also, persistence can lead you to others that can help you on your journey. Persistence can give you that edge up. It can give you that network that you need to really become the best you possible. And another thing about persistence when it comes to life in general is that there are some people that have a head start in life, right? Like some people have parents that are multimillionaires. Some of us have parents that could pay 15000 to a million dollars to get us into the greatest school possible, even if we might not necessarily have the skills or knowledge to earn it. So you also may have a head start, right? Or you might be in the back of the line. Like, I'm not sure what, uh, how you fit in that category. Either way, persistent is the thing that would carry you to the finish line, whether you are at the start of the finish line or at the end. And it kind of opened up life to me in a way because it's so easy for us to be envious, right? Like if you're struggling in one area of life, right? Let's say for an example, you went to school and you didn't have the funds to pay for school. So you had to take out a lot of student loans, but then you have other people that you know that have rich parents. They didn't have to take out student loans and they didn't take, they, they wasn't as serious as you were when it comes to school. So you graduate and they graduate, but you have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars back in loans. So it had me thinking about that. It, and the thought that I came up with when it comes to that, and it kind of eased my mind, was that some people start off with more money. Some people start off with more, better parents, better schools, bigger house, more friends. Some people might be a lot prettier than you are and richer than you are. But persistence, persistence can be the great equalizer in life. So even if you don't have the biggest house, even if you don't have the best parents, even if you lost your parents, even if you grew up in a single parent household, don't let that stop you. You have to be persistent. If you want to catch up and perhaps even exceed the people that had that hair start, if you are persistent in your goals, if you are persistent in being a hard worker, if you are persistent in gaining wisdom and skills and knowledge, you can do it. No question about it to me. And the perfect example I could think of was the people that I tutored at my second college. Like I used to tutor people, tutor people because I was not super duper small, but I was pretty small. It was easy for me to catch on the developer concepts that the, the teachers was teaching. So there was a few people that I tutored after class in order to help them. And you know what? They graduated before me. And I'm going to get a little bit deeper into my college career because that was a roller coaster. But the people that I tutored graduated before me. And to me, that was a game changer at that moment because it taught me that, yeah, I might be smarter than them. Yeah, I can, I'm, I can catch on to concepts quicker than they can at least in this scenario. But who worked harder? Who asked for help? Who was more persistent in achieving their goals of getting a college degree? It was those people that I tutored, and it wasn't me. So at that moment, I recognized that persistence 
and hard work can often overcome the deficiencies that we have in life. So when it comes to persistence, when it comes to your life, when it comes to your circumstances, if there's one thing that you get out of this podcast today is don't let your circumstances keep you from finishing the race that you're on. Life is a marathon. You don't have to be in the lead on mile one in order to finish the marathon. Now, remember, the marathon is 26.2 miles, right? And I'm pretty sure that the people that was in the lead at mile one, I bet they didn't always win the race. It was those that trained. It was those that were persistent. It were those that overcame pain and suffering in order to get to that finish line. So when it comes to success, another thing that I thought about was that failure is not a sign to quit. So the book, The Obstacle is the Way, it has some really good quotes on about failure. And one of the, the ones that stood out to me was by a guy named Wendell Phillips. Now, Wendell Phillips was a public speaker. And of course, I looked this all up on Wikipedia. So I don't, I don't remember this guy, but yeah, I did a little research. He lived between... 1811 and he lived all the way to 1884. So a public speaker in the 1800s. And I think around age 20 or 30, it says that he dedicated his life to fight for the end of slavery for native Americans and for also uh, for the right for black people to vote and also for women to vote. So here you go. having a man, privilege a white man had all the privileges in the world and he dedicated his life to fighting for the people that didn't have the same circumstances as he did so Wendell Phillips said this what is defeat nothing but education nothing but the first steps to something better so what Mr. Phillips was telling us at that moment he's he's telling us that Failure, right? Falling short of where you want to be in life, making mistakes and bad decisions. They are there to make you better, not to make you quit. All you have to do is listen and learn what the failure is trying to teach you. So I'm going to tell you about me, right? Like when I notice that I fail at something, more often than not, my first uh, thought is, you know, I'm not quite made for this. I'm not quite made for this game or, or for this, this subject or anything that I'm trying to do in life. But Mr. Wendell Phillips is saying that failure is not there for that. It's, it's there to teach you. It's there to grow you. It's there to, to allow you to, to, to make mistakes and to grow into what you are designed to be. So based on that quote, I mean, it's, I think it's easy to say that once you decide in your heart that you're going to overcome an obstacle or that you're going to go after a goal in your life, don't quit. Make it in your head that you're not going to quit this marathon of life that you're on right now. Ryan Holiday says that once you start attacking an obstacle, quitting is not an option. It cannot enter your head. 
Abandoning one path for another that might be more promising, sure, but that's a far cry from giving up. So in other words, yeah, you might have to go a different path. You might have to change up some stuff in order to get to where you're going. But just because you make mistakes, just because you failed at something, that is not a total sign to quit. So be willing to change your path to success. But don't be willing to change on the goal itself. So let's say, for an example, you want to become more patient, right? Like, let's say today, like, I am going to become a more patient human being. I guarantee you that tomorrow you're going to lose your patience. And I'm pretty sure the next day you're going to lose your patience. And more than likely next week you're going to lose your patience. And more than likely next month you're going to lose your patience. Does that mean you should stop trying to be patient? No. What that telling you is you have some work to do. You have some lessons to learn and that you're human and it's going to take time to change. Always remember, always remember that life is a journey. It's a marathon and we just simply can't change overnight. And also when it comes to failure, it's not an option. Um, this kind of hit home to me as well as I was thinking about it. And I would go into more detail about my relationship with failure. But uh, this is a quote that I came up with. It says, becoming good friends with failure will make you best friends with success. Now, I know that sounds strange, but give me a few moments, moments to break it down. And I promise you that it would kind of make more sense to you in your head. Well, first, let me let me get this out of the way, because this is I don't want to leave like no question in your head. Uh, making mistakes hurts when you fail at something more often than not. If you're natural, if you're anything like me, it's going to hurt you emotionally. It's going to hurt you. It's going to affect you. It might bring down your confidence a little bit. Uh, making mistakes can be embarrassing, just like <laughs> Just like uh, you walking down the street and you maybe second trip and you fall and people laughing at you, right? Like that's a little embarrassing. Making mistakes when it comes to business can be embarrassing. If you're a software developer and you delete everything in a database, that's embarrassing. If you're a public speaker and you burp in the microphone, by the way, that's my biggest fear. Like there's so many things. It's two things that I'm afraid of, like no question I'm afraid of. And I don't want to ever do um, one is throwing up or vomiting. No matter how you say it, I don't I don't ever want to do that again. I've been at least 10 years in the game not doing that. And I want to keep that streak going. And number two, burping and while I'm public speaking in the microphone. So that's one reason why I love podcasts, because if I burp by mistake, I can delete it. Um, but if I'm live, I guess I can't. So, uh, yeah, those are two of the biggest fears that I have in life. And also falling short can cause us to question whether or not we're in over our heads. Those things are true for most of us. But if you stop resisting taking chances and embrace the fact that you're going to fail many times, one, failure can teach us. Two, failure can grow us. And three, failure can propel us to the place we want to be in life. So 
at this moment in my life, and I'm pretty sure that some of you are at the same place in life, we have to make a decision. If I want to to become better, like I'm and I'm pretty sure that you notice that if I'm doing a podcast, one of the things that I want to do as a person is to become one of the top podcasters in the world. I want to become one of the top public speakers in the world. Like I want to make this a full-time thing. I want to dedicate my life to motivating people. And I want to dedicate my life to letting people know that it's okay to be you. That it's okay to love others. And it's, that it's okay to be nice. And that it's okay to enjoy life. Ultimately, that's how I want to spend my my hours every day dedicated to that. Through podcasting, through social media, through YouTube, through traveling the world and just spreading a message of love and productivity and growing. That's what I want to do in life. But I recognize that in order to get to that stage, in order to hit prime time in what I want to be, I have to be willing to fail. I have to be willing to make mistakes. I have to be willing to be embarrassed at times. Because the skills and intelligence that I have is not enough yet. In order to develop those skills, I have to take risks. I have to do things that are out of the ordinary for me. I have to take chances. And the only way you take chances is being willing to fail and to be willing to be embarrassed. So that's the question I've been asking myself. And that's the question that you have to ask yourself because I am risk adverse. Like I want to feel smart. I want to feel loved. I want to, I want for people to look up to me, but that is going to prevent me from, from going to the next level. That's going to prevent me from becoming the best version of myself because in order to become the best version, I have to fail. I have to make mistakes. And I have to learn from those mistakes and I have to learn from those failures. So that's my question to you. And think about it, like really think about it. Are you willing? Are you really willing to fail? Are you at the point in your life that it's okay to be good friends with failure so that you can become best friends with success? So anytime I think about failing, Anytime I think about uh, succeeding, I always go back to my college life. And it's one of those things that sometimes I'm embarrassed to talk about, but I think it can help you grow. And I know that it has helped me grow in my life based on that journey that I had with when it comes to college. So in high school, I won't say I was super duper smart, but I was super smart. Like I remember taking the SAT, making a really good grade on the SAT, but I slept halfway through it. Like I took the test, boop, 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 and then I went to sleep. Then I wake up, take the next session, boop, 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 went to sleep. Like I, I just did it. Like learning just became natural to me. But when I went to college and this was in Jackson, Mississippi, shout out to Jackson State, I failed miserably. I remember going to classes for like a month. And then I just stopped going like I just stopped going to class. So naturally, I don't care how smart I am or how smart you are. You, you kind of got to go to class in order to get good grades. So naturally, I had to leave. Right. I had to go back 
home that following semester because the grades was terrible. So then the next year came around, all of my friends are still there. I'm in the band. I'm like, okay, let me give Jackson State one more chance. I'm mature now. It's been a year. I'm ready. Let's go do this. Let's go be in the band. Let's be the best tuba player possible. And let's learn everything that we can learn. So this time, instead of going to class two weeks, <laughs> I went to class. No, no. Instead of going to class for a month, I went to class for two weeks. Like I actually got worse somehow. So once again, I, I naturally had to go home and this time I really, really got kicked out. Like they kicked me out. So here you go with a guy with an amazing GPA in high school and had like a 1.6 GPA in college. Like what in the world? Like what happened? I had to learn the hard way. And some of us had to learn the hard way is that, when it comes to freedom, I didn't have that much freedom when I was a kid. You know, I was kind of sheltered for the most part. But freedom does have responsibility. I was free to go to class when I wanted to, but I also had the responsibility to go to class in the first place. And I didn't fulfill those responsibilities. So go back to uh, go back home, just living a life, working. I mean, life is okay, but life is just not perfect. So ended up going to DeVry, right? Went to DeVry. I'm going to do it right this time. That's what I told myself. Went there, man, 3.86 GPA, balling, just super smart, just doing my thing. And then boom, fell in love with the girl. Then boom, fell in love with the girl that I shouldn't fell in love with. And became very depressed with that situation. Really depressed, like super duper depressed. So lost scholarships, stopped going to school again, kicked out again, went home again. This time super duper depressed. Um, But what did I learn out of that? One, don't fall in love with people that you shouldn't fall in love with. Um, Two, no matter how hard life gets, you have to be persistent in achieving the goals that you want to achieve. So eventually through all of those things, I grew, I learned, I met my amazing, amazing wife. Um, once I fell out of the vi, came back home and went to school um, in Augusta, Georgia. Learned hard work, right? That's one thing I learned from failure. I learned that Yes, being smart is good, right? Like you want to be smart. No question about it, but hard work can take you places, man. Persistence can take you places. So college, I mean, if you think about it, at the beginning, I was an absolute failure. I was embarrassed. I made mistakes. I fell short. Like I was in over my head. I was hurt emotionally. Like there were times in which, like I said before, I was super duper depressed, like, I didn't know if I can get the job done. But I swear to you, I promise to you, failure was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Like one, um, I don't know if you're a Christian out there. It, like, I don't know. Um, but for me, I am like, I, I got so much closer to God than I ever been. 
before. Like it went from being a guy that I knew my grandma knew to a guy that I knew. Like I would never trade that for anything in the world. I met my wife because I failed two colleges and I ended up at the one I probably belonged to the whole time. I learned that I can't just rely on intelligence alone, that hard work and persistence is a requirement for achievement in my life. There's so many things that I learned through failure. And like I said before, it was embarrassing, no question about it. But man, I learned so much. I learned so much. So that's my word to you for this week. And um, I hope it makes sense to you. <laughs> Life is a marathon. No question about it. And persistence is needed for us to finish the course that we're on. And then finally, don't be afraid of failure. Like, don't, don't, don't be afraid of failure. Failure is not a sign to quit. It is a sign that it's something that you need to learn. And with that, that is episode 28. Uh, thank you again for joining me. And uh, once again, reach out to me. Um, I'm Richard Spencer on uh, Richard Spencer 27, I believe, on Instagram. I'm pretty active on that. Reach out to me on uh, Richard T. Spencer on Twitter if you can. And uh, thank you again for joining me and I look forward to talking to you again next week.